Hey, this isn't given to you to show you how bad you are. This is given to you to show you how much God loves you. Yes. Hey, welcome to Midweek here at Press Church, joined again by C.R. Pendleton, Jason Allison, and myself, Sean Lee, and we are going to dig into another topic today, but before we do that, make sure to go like and subscribe, hit that bell, sign up for notifications. Uh, we release this every Wednesday at noon, so make sure to follow along. So this week, um, as we're digging in, uh, Jason, you had uh, an interesting conversation with somebody this week that I thought would uh, kind of open up some good conversation. So why don't you share no, I don't remember. What, oh, okay. Case. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to sit here and uh, <laughs> no, yeah, put yeah. our thumbs. So this week at, at, at church, uh, uh, a mother uh, came up to me and she said, hey, my, my son has been reading the book of Revelation, which I thought, first of all, you got an elementary age kid who's reading the Bible. Awesome. That's, that's a thumbs up <laughs> right there, sorry. okay? Uh, that, that's a win, no matter how you look at it. Um, but he was reading the book of Revelation, and you know, she said, I, could do you mind figuring out a time that we could sit down and you could help explain some of this to him? Because it's scaring Because there's some crazy stuff in there, you know? And there is. Like, it, it's not a something... You know, the, yeah. a new Christian, you just, oh, yeah, read the book of Revelation. That'll mess you up, you know. Right. So you put right. that in the hands of a fourth, fifth grader. Okay, it gets a little, <laughs> a little hard to understand if you don't know what's going on. And that just made me realize that, you know, the, the value of Scripture. And, and, and we keep telling people, oh, get, you know, re- read Scripture. Right. But wh- why? Like, does it right. help? What, what do you do when it doesn't help? Yeah, and there's a lot like, in Scripture that you read. You know, we were joking, like, the Bible's not PG. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's got stuff in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. You can leave. Because yeah. this, this uh, video is supposed to be PG, right? Right. Well, I don't know. How about, do we have young uh, audiences watching? <laughs> do we have any audiences watching? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so so maybe that, that does bring up a, a question of, well, what... How do we approach the Bible? Mm. Is it something that actually matters? Is it more than just this 2,000-year-old book? Right. Uh, why do we use it so much? I mean, every Sunday when you preach, there's some sort of scriptural right. reference that you start from. Right. So it's not just we don't just make this stuff up. And it's more than just a little self-help thing that we do. Right. Mm. Why is why does it matter? And, and do we need to think more deeply about it right yeah i've the core of that question because there's a lot of things that would point at that question i think uh, particularly in this instance as a parent you know i have kids that you know we want our kids to embrace the things of god right but uh if you dig into what the scriptures have for you there are some pretty intense Mm -hmm. uh there's some pretty intense subject matter at times right and uh, and you can definitely go down a path with Revelation. That's a <laughs> that's a whole other thing in and of itself. That's a twenty week uh, podcast <laughs> right. series that we, we don't want to get into. Right. And uh, you know we had a, another question come forward, which is this concept of sola scriptura. And when yeah. you say that, you know those that type of theological language. A lot of people are like, "What?" what yeah, is yeah. using Latin. Yeah, can we <laughs> right. can we define that for the right? And the so that just basically us. means that it's <laughs> it's scripture alone. Nothing additional has authority over scripture 
itself, right? And it speaks to the whole issue of uh, the papal system, the Pope having an ability to speak ex cathedra, where he would, what he would say was inspired by God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, you, but you do have to look at the history of the scriptures, how they came about, where the authority came from, and uh, then how that and the translations, right. how that was disseminated throughout history, and how we have our current right. uh, biblical and it's a canon. complicated and, mess. Yes. I mean, it's not nice, neat little, oh, this book appeared out of nowhere, and boom, it's authoritative. Right. I mean, it, it, there was a process, and it took hundreds of years right. before what we would call the canon or the collection of right. books that current. we call the Bible right. mm-hmm. came into being as we have it now. Right. And even among that, there's, you know, there's some disagreement because you've got in the Catholic Bible, there's these little books between right. the Old Testament and the New Testament, the apocryphal books. And they're kind of like that second tier. To, now it gets really even more complicated. Right. And, and so when we ask, number one, how do I teach my kid the Bible right. without messing them up too mm-hmm. much, you know, and then... Right. It does it? How can this thing be authoritative in my life? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are questions I would hope people are wrestling with or at least engaging right. on some level. I think we have to pay attention. We talk a lot about culture and the current cultural climate mm-hmm. and things like that. People like to, I think people on both sides at the extreme levels like to paint with broad brush strokes yes. and, and simplified colors. Right. And yep. when they do that, uh, you get a, a faction, let's say that the group who are opposed to Christianity, they will make a statement like, your scriptures contradict each other. They, they make no sense. How your Bible came about, there's all these holes in it. There's, uh, you know, there's so many reasons not to believe. It doesn't speak to our current uh, cultural yeah. condition, right, you know. Right. Uh, so they paint yeah. with those uh, colors broadly. And then you have the, the other side, which is, uh, it's it's all about these words. The way that I read them exactly as they come off the page is exactly what it means. And you're either in or out on that. And if you don't believe that, you're going God to hell. said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. And it, it, it's that's a really wrong Overly posture. simplistic. It, it's yes. overly yeah. simplistic. Yes. Yeah. And so we have to you know, step into this with, a, you know, a very a heart posture towards God and, and humility right. and a willingness to engage what the Holy Spirit has for right. us. I, I think that kind of brings up the first, in my mind, the, the first thing that would come to my mind is when trying to work with my kid or really anyone when it comes to Scripture is start with a humble approach. Mm-hmm. You know, it, acknowledge that hey, I don't have this figured out. Mm-hmm. Right. There are parts of this that are a little confusing. Mm-hmm. And because as soon as you do that, it at least allows the kid, in this case, to, to not feel like, oh, until I have it mastered, I can't be good enough. Mm-hmm. Right? There's some, if right. I understood this better, then I would be more pleasing to God. Right, right. And, and there's, we need to start with this humble, like I guess the word you use, you know, humble approach of saying, you know what, I'm still working some of this out, but God doesn't love me any less mm-hmm. right. just because I don't understand every word and every verse and every context, right. you know, of what's going on. Yeah. And that's tough. I feel like there's this, there's this weird balance of like, well, but you have to be, if you don't know, then you might be doing something right. wrong. And then if right. you're doing something wrong, am <laughs> right. I going to go to hell? And then, right. If, right. you know, and so there's and this, this built-in, <laughs> <laughs> there's this built-in fear that comes 
with it. And so it's like if you're trying to take a humble approach to it, then you can almost get to this place where you you know, you have other people saying, well, if you're not living out certain things like this, then your yeah. faith and your salvation is mm-hmm. in jeopardy. Right. right. And, and then that's that's a scary place to be. Like, well, mm-hmm. I love God. I want to I want to I want to serve God. I want to yeah. right. you know, have a relationship with him. And it does like get in these weird spaces of like, where where do you land on that? I think the first place to start, the most important place to start is if if you care, that's a good sign. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. If you care, if you're caring about your your own heart and, right. and how it is postured towards God, and if you're a parent in this situation, you're caring for your child, yeah. right. that take note of that yes you know i think so yeah. often we don't take a pulse we don't right. we don't stop and and go uh you know kind of meditate and and yeah. and be mindful mindfulness is really powerful mm-hmm. you could be facing something and be struggling with something but being aware of the struggle and just feeling it and going why why am i why am i feeling such Why is this a struggle? Tension, because right. I actually care. Because you care. Yeah. Yes. Right. So that's really powerful to note to start from. And when you're starting from that position and then stepping forward in humility, mm-hmm. I'm never going to know enough. Right. I'm never going to be good enough. Right. And I want my kids to know they're never going to know enough and they're never going to be good enough and right. that's okay. God still loves them. Right. Yes. And I'm still loved. That's the like yeah. the core of all this. Yeah. The the concept of believing in Jesus Christ is this concept of understanding and believing that you're loved. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you cannot even read a word of scripture and, and have it really uh, be impactful until you can start to let in how much God loves you. Well, and I think that's where, you know, an approach people take in in reading Scripture. They're often trying to figure out something about why they are or aren't on God's good list. Mm. That's how they approach Scripture. Mm. And and I, that's a very childlike way to do it. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. Right. Yeah. And just a very simple way of approaching. Well, if I figure out all the rules, then I'll know. Right. You know, and that's so when I'm approaching Scripture with a child, the first thing I want them to see is that Scripture is not written to show you how terrible you are. Mm. Right. You know, I'm going to approach it humbly, but then I'm going to tell them, hey, this isn't given to you to show you how bad you are. This is given to you to show you how much God loves you. Yes. And you begin to understand how much God loves you when you do understand all the bad in your life. But the point isn't to point that out. The point is to show you. God loves you. I don't think that can be, I mean, for me, I almost want you to restate that again and again and again, because that is so important. I feel like the the culture of religiosity that I grew up with is all about utilizing scripture to point out the lines of in and out, and you, you know this uh, is good because of this, and you know this is bad because of this, and without first recognizing the love of God and deeply immersion or deep immersion into how much jesus loves you what is right and wrong is almost i don't want to say inconsequential because that's that's false but it is so far down yes the 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 priority list the priority list yes the first priority is is recognizing and embracing the love of god and it's the first thing that evil attacks in the garden yes 
So yeah. Well, and even then you go to the book of Revelation and you've got a kid reading it and all he reads is death, the judgment, destruction, judgment. Right, right. He's like, oh, is that going to fall on me? Right. Right. But when you approach scripture with that attitude of, wait a minute, scripture has demonstrated to me how much God loves me. Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, over and over in scripture, we see that God demonstrates his love for us in this, that he gave his one right. son, right? For I mean, God we, so loved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only. So over and over, we see that Jesus is the picture of how much God loves us. Mm. And when I start with from there, then when I read things like that, it's like, okay, there's more to this than death and destruction. Yeah. There's got to be a bigger thing going on. Yes. That I'm going to recognize. Right. And and maybe I need help recognizing it because I don't have enough information. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm going to at least start with the assumption there's more. I think that's the, the you know the most humbling part of teaching every week is coming into it knowing the lenses that I bring when I mm. read scripture mm-hmm. like knowing that you know I'm not a Jew in that time I'm not right. a Gentile in that time right. I am a middle 30s Caucasian male in a suburb of Ohio yeah. who you know and and I do have to really be careful that I'm not bringing into scripture more than what it's right. supposed to be, or mm-hmm. even and less than what it's right. supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and so I do think you know what you were saying, CR, with the humility, you know, coming in humility is is very important, um, and being willing to let you know. You mentioned the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speak to us. I mean, that's when Jesus mm-hmm. ascended. Yeah. He gave us the Holy Spirit. We know that to um, to be there to support, to give us wisdom, to guide us, and. It takes that. I mean, I can. T- I, I mean, you guys have taught before. You, you know, s- spoke every week for years. It's mm-hmm. like you get the the weight of it, and it's like we care so much. We want people right. to to care mm-hmm. and grow, but at the same time, we have to be really careful, like that. It's not just our desires and using scripture. I mean, we've said that before. Like, right. Right. you can take scripture. And use it. Oh, you, in a oh, way you can twist it to your. Yeah, there, therein lies the problem. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's uh, you know part of the question with the right. sola scriptura thing coming forward is, uh, you know, there there have been abuses. Oh, right? I don't know if this is a newsflash to anybody, but uh, there's been some abuses. There's been some <laughs> yeah. some wrongings. Right. There's been some pretty terrible and tragic ways right. in which people have utilized power and authority structures. In the name of Jesus, right to do citing scripture harm. in the process, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's why we have to be so vigilant and so careful and so humble in our approach mm-hmm. to these things. Yeah. So, and I mean, I would add a, a one more layer to this too. In talking to my kid about the Bible, you know, is and it's a rule that I think everyone should use when approaching scripture and it's context, 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 Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that, that's, you, you can't just isolate one verse or one section or, you know, you've got to understand the context of what's going on. But even that, that implies some work. Well, yeah. Like that, that implies, so, you know, find, talk to one of the pastors, find, you know, there are resources Uh, out there that give some uh, historical context to you know these books and can provide information that gives mm-hmm. you a look into the purpose of that certain book of the Bible right. or who it was and, speaking and to. understanding that again back to what you were saying before that's an in, there's some interpretation happening in that there, right. there's some you know understanding and things mm-hmm. that right. don't be afraid to question 
uh, yeah. and, and to push. And, and this is the hard thing. It. It's, we talk exactly. about wrestling. It's well, like... most people want an authority to just tell them what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, and, yes. and, and, and that's nice. Right. But it's never going to happen. Yeah. Well, it will happen. It will happen. Yeah. But they're going <laughs> to tell you to do what they want you to right. do. Right. This <laughs> is what we see a lot. Okay. We see a lot right. of churches where that's the thing. It's like there's going to be this one person in right. the pulpit, yeah. typically right. a guy, probably a male. White middle-class guy middle, telling everybody middle class guy. And, 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 and giving people a hard yes. line, this is what's in and this is what's out, and this is what Scripture says, and people come in under that and they hear that one thing. Yep. That's their only, only perspective. Only perspective, yep. and probably the only time that they right. even hear any Scripture throughout yes. the rest of the week. They don't, right. They're not cracking their Bible any other time. And so they walk out of there with that, and they feel confident. And while I did my duty, I went to yep. church on Sunday morning, and I was told the exact thing. And that's what it's all about. And it's like, that couldn't be farther. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely farther from what the Christian walk is about. Yes. Yeah. It's it's about us getting in and wrestling with what is Scripture saying? What does it mean now? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the one thing I love, like the, the, the men's Bible study that we do Saturday mornings. You know, a group of us get together. We talk, we take one passage of Scripture. And we all read it leading up to the you know day. Then we talk about it for an hour. Sometimes I have to shut them up because yeah. we got to get out of there. But but they're all saying, I read this. Like, I mean, it's just this past week we, we were talking about the parable of the soils. Very familiar mm-hmm. passage. You know, Jesus yeah. tells the story. Before. Well, as and I've get, preached that. You get I've ten, preached ten series on that. And, but I actually read it. And after a discussion, I started to see something I'd never seen mm. in in it and, and how I would apply it or how it mm. worked in my life. It because of where I'm at in my life, because of things going on, right. that spoke to me in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where we, we hopefully can teach those around us, ourselves included, hey, when you go to Scripture, go with an open heart, mm-hmm. right. ready to hear with the lens that it's telling you how much God loves you. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, you, have, yeah. you almost have to set some foundational things that, mm-hmm. that if, if you believe something or get to a conclusion that is against these foundations, right. then you're, you're probably in a space that's not biblical you know right. if you go if it goes against god's love for you and and the divinity of jesus and you right. know what i'm saying right. like there's there's yeah. some elements that it's like because i don't want to get <laughs> oh yeah. just you know whatever is god's talking right. to you in right. that scripture right. and i mean i might even i might go beyond that though sean like i'm not so sure and this is like me really like laying it out here, but CR's riffing. I'm yeah, I'm sorry, I'm riffing, but I'm not so sure. You know, the power of the Holy Spirit will work in your life, even if there's false uh, theology yeah. and wrong things yeah. that you're that you're actually uh, getting and maybe even buying into, mm. like. Um, you know, let's say that you do approach things very open-handedly and you go and, and, and someone is telling you that, well, maybe Jesus wasn't divine. Maybe he really wasn't the, what wasn't God's only son and uh, that, you know, he, that this Trinity concept is not necessarily, you know, whatever. And you start opening yourself up to that. Well, I, this is just me personally telling my feeling here is I feel like if you're approaching God in a way where you're like, God, I want to know the truth. I want to go in deeper with this stuff. And you're truly seeking out um, the will of God that he's going to direct your path mm. and it's going to steer you away from that. Ultimately, it's right, going to steer right. you and away that from is, that. And that is, I think that is the, yeah, that's the really hard thing is God, God doesn't see, God sees all. Mm-hmm. We see linear 
you know, we see the here and the now. We don't see. And so, yeah, it's. I would say it's a very vulnerable position for leadership because you want your people. Right. It's like, well, I want you, you want to think, them to be in. I want yeah. you to right. think a certain way. Right. And, yeah. and it's I, like, so I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. I, I do think yeah. it's important for them to understand the divinity of Jesus. Right. Um, yeah, it is absolutely important to preach <laughs> but, and teach truth, at, you know, but at the same time... If someone, their heart is postured towards wanting to know truth... Yeah, you, you know, yeah. you might travel into territories that are not uh, mm-hmm. solid. And right. I do believe in the power of the Holy Spirit I was about to say, guide yeah, do you. Do we trust yeah. that... Yeah, that the Spirit of God is going to... There is a mystical God. nature to the, the this Christianity thing, you know? And to, to even, like, venture into that, like, yeah. because I think I've experienced qual- the opposite of that so much. Right. Uh, growing up in an environment where it is that God said it, I believe it, and that's good enough for me. And it's mm-hmm. what they're saying that God said is right. mostly incorrect. Yeah, it's an interpretation of Right, that, yeah. but it, this, this hard line... Uh, not actually deeply exploring your faith and what it's all about and all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, an actual aversion to that, like there's danger in that. Well, and that's where, you know, one of the last things I'd tell a kid, (laughs) you know, in this is don't be afraid to question. Mm. And and that, that, what you just described, that kind of culture discourages any questions. Yes. Because questions sound like doubt. Right. Doubt is the opposite of faith. Right. And all of that is a lie. That's correct. It's just not true. Yeah. The opposite of faith is not doubt. Mm. Doubt is part of faith. Mm. Because I can't have faith if I haven't doubted something. Yes. And I don't doubt something unless I've questioned. Mm. And so encouraging kids in this instance, but really anyone, to ask questions and, and to push back. I think is one of the best ways you can equip anyone mm-hmm. to engage scripture. Yeah. And uh, God can take it. Yeah. Uh, it's not like someone's going to push back and God's going to go, oh, crap, I never thought of that. Right. Well, I guess the whole thing's stupid. You yeah. Know? No, I, right. he's got to figure it out. It's yeah, all right. 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 Let's let God be God. Yeah, it is tough to to live in the God being in control yeah. element. Because we like to be in control. Because we feel, you know, we hey, if if us at Press Church, if we don't say this exactly right, then right. the souls of everyone here in Powell are just, oh my gosh, they're, they're, they're lost. Right. Good job, Sean. <laughs> and we and we said this. I think we said this last week. It, it's coming back to doing things in love and in obedience to God. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's out of our love for God, loving other people, mm-hmm. and being obedient to Him ultimately, mm-hmm. and and saying, you know, I am under his authority. I am <laughs> going yeah. to be obedient to him alone. Um, because we will, we're going to get to the ends of our lives, and there's going to be things in Scripture that we're still not going to understand completely. Mm-hmm. There's going to be things about God that we still are misconceived on and mm-hmm. don't really know fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question is, in that process, have we represented God well? Have we loved well? Have we right. loved him well? Yeah, that is a real danger, I feel like, uh, amongst Christians who feel like they've got it all figured out. And it really, and pastors and people in oh, church leadership. Oh, those people scare me. Yeah, it's like, wow, if you really think that you have it all figured out, look out. Yeah. <laughs> That's generally when really bad things started happening in the church. Yeah. When they said they had it figured out. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we don't want to get there. Yeah. I don't know. Do we need to, like... We might have to continue this or at least some of these thoughts, but that is why we say ask us questions. Right. I mean, right. we really want to push in on things because people who question are people who are growing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've talk, been talking, we're in this community series. Yeah. 
you know, the importance of, you know, building through this iron sharpening iron, like mm-hmm. us, you know, working together in our faith is, is important. Yep. Don't yeah. silo. Yeah. So anything else? Well, maybe we'll, who knows me, this is something we'll dig into a little more, but hopefully this was beneficial for you. If you, as always, if you have questions, please let us know. Info at presschurch.tv. Uh, we, we care about you, we love you, and we really do uh, here at Press Church want you to be growing in your faith and in your knowledge of who God is and in the knowledge of who you are because of, uh, of God and who He is. So hopefully you have a good rest of the week, and we will see you next time. Take care.